What's up, fam? Everybody's listening. It's your boy Nappy Nick. Appreciate you listening to the whole City High podcast. Check out all major podcast platforms, which includes Spotify, Apple, Google, um, Podcasts, uh, Breaker, um, Stitcher, SoundCloud. We everywhere. Also on my website, www.holycityhigh.com. Um, today's episode is gonna feature a couple of different takes. Um, it's be pretty quick, maybe around twenty or thirty minutes. Depends how I'm feeling and vibing. But uh, we're gonna hit on a couple of topics. And I'm gonna promise I'm gonna start delivering these episodes more regularly. Um, I did have a new co-host, an additional co-host. This um, my boy Dirty D, Mr. D'Angelo Sky himself. Hopefully, we record episode this weekend because we work both work food and both. It's that time of year, man. Gotta get on the ground, make that moolah. But addition, uh, today's episodes. Be brought to you by two shouts, some peoples. I'm the Free House Brewery. Um, mainly, I, know I was at Harris Teeter the other night. Just needed a beer to drink, and I saw the Green Door IPA that uh, Free House makes. So I'm gonna check it out. It's pretty flavor. I've had this beer before. We have a tap. We have it on tap, and one of my other jobs. Um, but it's pretty dope. So they gave me some love on my Instagram too. So once again, shout out to Freehouse for that. And you can find them at 2895 Pringle Street up in North Chuck. Uh, North Charleston for my listeners. I don't know where North Chuck is. <laughs> but uh, check it out, man. Good peoples. Um, I haven't been to the brewery myself. I've had friends go by there and say they enjoyed it. It's a good time, so definitely check them out there. There's one some Free House Brewery, and we're hosting their Green Door IPA is what I'm currently sipping on as my sip and drink of this episode. Um, in addition to that, we have, uh, my friend Morgan does something pretty dope. Um, if you're into yoga, yoga's a big thing in Charleston. It's becoming a bigger thing as uh, the city grows. But she does a... So there's a there's a boat. It's called uh, Tiki Tours of Charleston. And it's a tiki boat. Essentially, it's a bar or a boat and goes out and takes you around. And they do that every day. That's, uh, I believe, it's Monday through Sunday. Um, you can check that out on their website. Um, I think it's Tiki Tours? No, Cruising Tiki Charleston. Dot com. It was the Tiki Tours of Charleston. It's provided by. But for more, my friend, for my friend Morgan specifically, she does uh, Tiki Sunset Yoga every Tuesday uh, from six thirty to eight thirty. Um, you meet over at Brillo Bank Park, which is in uh, downtown Charleston. It's over by uh, the Joe, which is the baseball stadium, Bryce Lockwood. Um, but she takes, I guess it has to be reserved because the boat's bust so big. So I'm still some more, maybe five or six people. But she takes people out. You 
do yoga for about two hours, and guess have drinks at the same time. Um, you're gonna have to check up on that, or I'm confirm with her about um, how the price is and everything. Not necessarily informed with that at the moment, but uh, just check my Instagram page. I'll have a little by the end, end of this episode or after this episode is done. Um, it's for dope, man. She's uh she's big in the yoga. Uh, and you can follow her on Instagram um, at uh Morgan Kimberly Garnett and like you see how dope it is. Check out Tiki Tour it's two on the Instagram. Um, they can get a little more insight for you. Um, but uh, that's all my sponsors. Well, not necessarily sponsors, but people I'm giving shouts to today. But we're gonna move on to our first topic. And this will consist of a very good, interesting topic. Um, so for the last it's 2019, so about three or four years, I've had at least one female roommate. In addition to like working food and bath, if you've never been to Charleston, um, it's more favorite. It's more women than men here, essentially, by a good percentage. Uh, it's been even out a little more over a couple of years, but still pretty substantial. Um, so, and like because of this, you know, you know, like the friends I have come across or the coworkers, you know, get grow close with them. They like to talk about their feelings. And one interesting topic that keeps reappearing is why men are assholes in this town specifically. In addition, like, you can kind of take this uh, topic in any city and apply it, and you would have similar responses, but we're going to focus on Charleston specific. Um, so I have um, these two girls I work with, the name of Olivia and Vinny, and I asked them for their response based on it, and, um, I'm gonna let you guys hear it. I'm giving you my opinion on it. Then I would love for you guys to chime in and leave your uh, your voice on it. Or your personal opinion about it. Male or female, you know, I might be advised with it. But check out, and you can do that by going either to my website, and you can do it via email, or if you wanna go to anchor.com, FMM slash Holy City High. Um, that's my hosting platform. And you can leave a, rec- a pre recorded message. And I will give a response to it on the next episode. So if I'm going to play this clip and give you my opinion on it. And we go from there. Here we go. Alright, guys. This is the Holy City High. Question one So, why do you think that men in Charles are typical assholes? Because majority of them are rich, arrogant, stuck-up snobs that don't have any respect for women or themselves. Yes. Any, any second. Like examples? Oh, um, um. Well, a lot of the Charleston natives are really stuck up, and they think that they own the city. They're very clicky and think that they are superior to everyone else in the city, and they all dress the same. Yeah. And they have no manners, and they're supposed are to be you? southern Charleston. Gentlemen, but I don't see any gentlemen inside of them at all. I just see douchebag. 
Okay. In contrast to like where you're from, you want me asking? Philadelphia. <laughs> and you know? Uh, originally Utah, but also Spartan. And my saw that background noise. I was in the middle of a restaurant when I was recording that. But um, but as you've heard, um, so there's a lot of uptightness and stuff. Um, Charles has a lot of money here, especially old money. When you refer to old money in South Carolina as people whose names have been in the history of the state, or at least define it. So you hear the Ravenels, uh, Maybags, those are the two big ones. There's a couple of others I can go around. I'm not going to cross everybody's business. But, uh, and there's a lot of entitlement for people who really didn't do anything or they're living off past family members' success. Now, some have done something, and this doesn't apply to everyone that has wealth or associated with these uh, past families, because there's also a lot of new money coming here because Charleston's becoming, or has become, a national destination. But um, refer to my personal opinion from what um, this question is asked and what those girls said. I do agree with the standard that because these guys have more money, they can add a certain type of weight. And this, is, and this also applies back to what I said earlier, saying there's so much more women than men in Charleston, is that it was like, well, I could be a dick to this girl because I'm smooth talking to my side chick or playing B, C, or D without question, like, you know, and in fact, this is a college town, there's like even more trade girl, like, when it's never been to college, also, it's almost mind-blowing how, like, many attractive women there are in such a small college, well, it's not small, it's like 10,000 students, but compared to most major state universities, it's relatively small, um, but if I'm playing devil's advocate, and going against that, some of that is also a combination of the insecurity and some women, um, the fact that they can make the belief that I see the good in this guy, so I'm ignore all the red flags that are not the good because I believe our love can change his development and hope he can grow. And mature and become the guy I expect him or want him to be. And that's a hell of a flaw. Man, what the fuck? How do you feel? Like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, some people are who, like, just who they are as a person. I'm not saying that people can't change or grow, but that all depends on the desire if you want to. And, like, I have some friends presently in in the past, that try like to change these guys, and they hit this art like they're just not who, who they dream this person can be, and you just need to roll with that. Now, a lot of this is subjective, them um, and every situation, circumstances um, is different. Um, if you have a feeling or or what have been more input into this, because like personally, like. It's like both sides of the story, because I mean, like, of both sides of the same coin. I guess better analogy that. But I've seen girls been like, 
I know for a fact, at least verbally, you put it out there that you're dating this person. But then I see you out at another bar with this other guy. And I know it is not as platonic, like 100%. Like, and like, you know me, man. I'm a mama damn business. Like, if it's not affecting me, or I'm not evolving in any way, shape, or form, I'm just gonna, like, not say shit unless, like, it's something that, uh, like, maybe life is that threat or something like that. But, uh, it's, 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 it's a rush. And so, go, and that's, like, cheating in this city is mind blowing and stuff. And a bigger thing with that is, like, I have had two of my good friends get cheated, like, get cheated by their. Their ex-boyfriend or found out they were, like, hooking with other guys and not telling them about. Well, there's nothing wrong with that other than the fact that, you know, safety for, like, you know, if you catch STD. Because STD in Charleston is, like, it's mind-blowing. So they have their own screen chlamydia in this damn town. So, you know, you better work. You better wrap it up. For not just uh, SC purposes, and you want to be a daddy, have an 18 year commitment. <laughs> uh, that's my personal opinion. If you have, if you want any input, like I said earlier, just uh, send me a video clip on uh, a record message on anchor.fm, anchor.fm slash Holy City High. I'm a little stoned right now, so I've been, like, gibbering a little bit. But you can do it on my website, wholecityhigh.com, or send me a direct email via jumping in my DMs and social media, Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, or just shoot me a old-school way of an email, which might think you're a dinosaur, but, you know, people still communicate that way. But that's Holy City High, I'm number one, just the one at gmail.com um, and my second topic today I'm gonna jump to it's gonna be pretty quick um, but for the seventh fucking year Charleston is the number one city in the uh, US um, according to Travel and Leisure magazine um, it's number finished number 12th in the world stuff um I think we'd be out this town in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Not that much, either. It was actually a close score. I think our score is 87.04. And the score is based on Reader's Input, the magazine. That's who's voting on this. It's Reader's. It's like, it's not the magazine people stuff. So, and I will give Charleston this due that this has become such a travel destination. Like, it's almost mind blowing. I guess I grew up in South Carolina, so I just, I just saw Charleston as Charleston. So, it's whatever. I'm looking at Ratchet. Um, so, other cities on the list, at least on the U.S. city, on the U.S. list, is New Orleans finished third, and Savannah finished fourth. Um, shout out to Kiwa, finished uh, ranked top 10 in best islands in the U.S. Um, Hilton Head Islands, number one. And also, shout out to the Spectator Hotel. Um, they finished as the fifth best hotel 
in the United States. Um, I think it's tied with a hotel in New York City. But uh, that's the Charleston High. I'm gonna. I don't. My problem with Charleston in this ranking is I like I wish. I guess because it's a travel leisure magazine. As a tourist destination, I guess the spot is justified. But because of like this publicity, in addition to other inputs of it. You know, for my listeners that have never been to the city, it's growing at an extremely fast rate. And it's not really doing a good job of keeping it up. Um, there's a lot of construction projects that are on the way. Um, there, some, some of them just taking a couple of years to build. But in addition to that, there's also eight or nine apartments or hotels or ten just the down downtown area alone they're jumping up they're increasing like the the property value or home median price but not the median income unless you're already in a wealthy area so what I did is I printed out a few like a few oh this must stone take over oh I'm getting there. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, so, the districts of Charleston, if you've ever been in the city, is divided. Just the city itself. I'm just counting Charleston and Mount Pleasant. Um, it goes to downtown, James Allen, West Ashley, Daniel Allen, and Mount Pleasant. And um, I'm just factored by zip code. Let's give you an input on some of the shit. That's crazy. It's like, the lowest median income all these regions in Charleston was West Ashley. Well, actually, I take that back. It was a uh, downtown upper, the Upper Peninsula, which is a two nine four zero three, two nine four zero three zip code, which is essentially everything north of Calhoun Street, and the median income is twenty eight thousand, which is mainly college kids. And some of the old traditional areas in the hood and shit. But the whole median price is $446,000. The South Carolina median average is $159,000 with the median income being $45,000. So you tell me, which I, I know the answer why, but I'm just kind of laying out there that. The median income for this region is $13,000 less than the average, but almost damn near double the median home price. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. So, that's even the highest. The highest is, uh, the highest income is uh, North Mount Pleasant. Actually, I take it back. It's Daniel Island. And North Mount Pleasant, they're both in the same region, around eighty-five thousand, and the median income price is around the same, same, same median price. It's crazy. It's just crazy how this city is like just really adapting to the wealthy to a point where 
it's going to go through the same crisis that other cities are doing the same thing going through. I mean, you get kind of rid of the middle class. Depends on your interpretation of the middle class, which to me is the work middle class, at least. You know, anyone that makes roughly 20 to 40,000 a year. Personally. Hey, Lucy. Uh, we, just had, we just had a dog come in. <laughs> I was a neighbor's dog. She's Lucy. She's one of the see me again. It's all good, girl. All good. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, guys, I want you to think about that. Um, once again, this is the post 4th of July episode. So I hope everybody made it back home safe. Um, check us out. If you have any input on this podcast, please give us support on major platforms. Give us that five stars. Um, also, if you want to be on the podcast, just link up with me on, via my website or social media, and I'll definitely get back to you. I want to cover a host of topics. There's no really, the only identity of this podcast is this Charleston Focus, and any small business owner, radio business owner, bartender, server, um, you have your own side business, musician, artist, man, you're all welcome, fam. Appreciate it. But as my boy D says, how you mean? <laughs> That's horrible. But uh, I let your boy hold. Let me play this clip right quick. How you mean? It's your boy Nappy Neck. It's the whole city high. We out ya.